Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed. Today I'm talking to you um, about a few different things, but they're more personal, but of course they're things that I will adapt to you guys, give advice to you guys whilst talking about myself. Um, The reason I'm talking about myself is because it's my birthday. Now, a lot of people decide to do 20 something, you know, depending on your age, so 26, I'm 26, 26 things that I've learned, 26 life lessons, 26 this, 26 that. I've got those on my blog if you want to check those out, but I thought I'd do something a little bit different today and reflect on five things that I would like to work on, change, adapt, do better in, in my life, and five things that I already am quite proud of that I'd like to continue to do. So without further ado, let's get into it. I'll start with the five things that I want to work on because I believe in ending on a positive note. Not that these things are negatives, by the way. I hope that you know that anything in your life that you're unhappy with, that you want to change, they don't necessarily have to be negative. They're things that are part of you or part of your personality or part of your habits that you fell into or you've been born into. And there's a lot of nuance that comes with the things that you want to change about yourself, right? And I don't feel like coming at those things with self-loathing, self-hatred, self-criticism is healthy. Of course, it's very good to notice what your weaknesses are or things that you'd like to change, things that you could do better and work on those things. Of course, that's healthy. That's great. But as long as you're not doing it in an obsessive manner, as long as not you're coming at it with a fear of like, I'm not good enough, I'm horrible, so I must change myself completely. As long as it's not from a place of lack and not a pace of hate um then it's it's all good so i hope that you know that these things are definitely things that i felt low about things that i've like worried about or things that bring me a bit of low self-esteem low confidence and that's natural but it's also things that i've kind of worked on to tell myself to have a better attitude towards so number one is my memory I <laughs> i have beat myself up a lot about this especially lately um i have read so many things I've watched so many interesting things I've studied I'm not exactly got a lower level of education I've studied I've got academic people in my life intellectual people in my life all these things I have learned basically taken in a lot of knowledge but my problem is my memory I don't remember the things I read so well I don't remember conversations so well I don't remember my life so well A lot of other people can sit down and talk to you for hours and hours and hours about their own life, their personal history, right? But I would struggle to do that because my memory sucks. (laughs) Now, I don't know if it's a genetic thing or it's like an intellectual thing or it's because of my diet or loads of different things can go into affecting your memory, which is something that I definitely, of course, want to work on, which is why it's the top of my list. I believe that my insecurities about my intellect will be better if I can improve my memory because it's not that I don't study things it's not that I don't know a lot of interesting facts I do but like I'll go to say something really interesting like did you know that 85% of whatever whatever and then I'll forget the end of the statistic because my mind just doesn't remember the full fact and that is just so frustrating I feel like I've read like taken in so much knowledge um so many interesting things so many useful things that I want to share that I want to remember that I want to implement into my life but then it's like it goes in one ear and out the other now, of course, anybody who's tried to like improve their memory knows that memory is definitely about um, repetition. The more you repeat something, the more like you are to remember it, which is why we remember songs, because, you know, you sing the songs over and over again, you hear them over and over again, even subliminally. Um, so repetition is one of the key things to mem- memory. But obviously, we don't have time to sit and repeat everything that we've ever read, everything that we've ever watched on TV, whatever, whatever, to keep repeating those things. And yet, 
I have so many people in my life who will watch the same thing as me or read the same book as me and remember more information from it than I would. And that just goes to show that my memory is lacking and could do better, which is why I'm working with um, brain training apps, doing more quizzes and puzzles so I can basically give my brain a workout. And I'm naturally trying to improve my diet anyway. Um, so hopefully that will fix um, some parts of it as well. And my sleep. Now, it might be something that I go to a doctor for. I don't know. I don't know how appropriate that is. I want to work on it for myself first so I can say to a doctor, hey, I've tried this and it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, it's a massive insecurity of mine. It's something that I would really like to work on to feel more confident in my memory, more confident in my recall and my retaining of information. Number two is my fitness and athleticism. Now, the reason I put it like this was because a lot of people say, oh, I want to lose X amount of weight in a year or I want to run a marathon or something like that. And I, you know, understand those and you do you. um, But I just want to feel more athletic because I did used to be an athlete and I know it's like well yeah that was so many years ago it's 10 years ago it doesn't not a big deal you're a completely different person different body now I get that I'll never be the athlete that I once was but I do know that I'm very interested in athleticism I follow fitness accounts not just because they're interesting for you know inspiration on what exercises to do it's also because I find those women fascinating I find what their bodies are doing amazing I'm jealous I wish my body could do those things and the thing is my body probably can do those things the trouble is I've just never tried I've not worked hard at that in adulthood so it's not that I want to become a bodybuilder it's not like I want to do calisthenics or bar or even become like a massive yogi I don't know but I just want to feel more confident in what my body can do basically I want to trust it to be fitter to be able to perform better to be able to perform just even what it's supposed to do because I don't know about you but it seems sad that an able-bodied healthy 26 year old gets breathless going up the stairs a healthy body 26 year old gets breathless walking their dog up a hill those things are things that I should be able to do with ease and you know, just feeling that my body can be more trusted to perform, to even perform more basic tasks, really. Um, it's very sad that my body feels weak a lot of the time, that it's aching a lot of the time, that it just can't do the things I want it to do. So I want to feel fitter, stronger, more flexible in my body, and basically just to use my body to the way it should be and the capacity that it should be able to reach. Number three is eating less unhealthy choices and discovering more healthy, delicious recipes. So this is something that I'm already started working on. Um, If I wound back the clock five years, my diet would be 100% different than what it is now. Firstly, because I wouldn't eat one fruit or one vegetable at all. (laughs) Secondly, half of my favourite foods, my favourite meals would not be things that I've even eaten once. So like burritos and Chinese food and... um, vegan options like plant-based foods I've I've never tried them like before this year so a lot of what I'm doing has changed anyway and I'd like to continue to do that do that more consciously do that more with more knowledge more information um to keep just experimenting in the kitchen basically um to want to cook more foods that are actually good for my body and delicious which is sounds like the things that don't go together but trust me they do it's possible um I've done it I've eaten delicious meals that are also healthy so it's possible even for me um somebody who again like I say has come from a fussy background somebody who had a bad relationship with food for most of my life um to get to this point is very emotional very amazing and I'm excited to go even further to learn more about nutrition to learn more about what my body needs and to give it to my body basically which will tie into feeling fitter um in my body as well but of course these things are all so interconnected so 
to work on those things will work on my brain, which will help me with my memory. So a lot of these things will help one another, which is really great. Um, I think that a lot of us can kind of overcomplicate the things that we need to change about ourselves. Sometimes if you just, so if I just decided to just focus on one thing, which is my diet, um, that would have a ripple effect on my fitness and my, how my body feels. It'd have a fit, ripple effect onto my memory. Um, so sometimes you can overwhelm yourself with too many goals and sometimes you can just pick one and the strongest one the best one and that can have a ripple effect on the other ones and therefore you know you've stepped forward in three different areas with just working on one thing so I would encourage you to if you're struggling with changing your life, you're struggling with changing something it might be because you're trying to change too many things at once and this might be the case for me as well I might decide to just cut this list down to one because I do believe that if I focused on my diet, that would be a massive improvement in all areas of my life. Now, I'm not somebody who wants to go on a diet. I hope you know that. I'm not trying to lose weight or anything like that. I'm just trying to feel good in my body. I'm trying to do good for my body, pick things that's like, okay, I don't have to um, worry about how this is going to affect my digestion system. I'm not, I don't have to worry about um, how it might be affecting my heart, my organs. I don't have to worry about the long-term implications of having these types of meals. I just know that I can eat with a smile on my face and feel good about it afterwards and not feel um, lethargic or heavy or, you know, upset stomach or any of those things. Just make healthy choices to to enjoy the process of those healthy choices as well. I think when you're not enjoying it, that's when people fall off the wagon with their diets because they're, they're forcing themselves and they're, they're coming from a place of withdrawal, like, oh my God, I can't have anything and it's, it's killing me. Um, no, you can find healthier ways to have cake. You can find healthier ways to have um, fish and chips, you know. There are things that you're eating that you can still eat, um, one, in, in moderation, of course, but also just by doing it differently, cooking it differently, it still tastes delicious. It'll just have a lot less negative effects on you long term. So number four is working on my triggers and the feelings of not being good enough. Now, this is a heavy one. It's a big one. Um, to be honest, I had quite an upset day um, a few days ago. I was sobbing, like literal sobbing on the night, feeling really crap about myself in a low mood. Um, my dog, bless him, ran up to me and was like, like, are you okay? <laughs> and he was like licking my face with tears drying down. And it was, just, like, it was horrible. Um, and it's weird because I've not felt like that in a while, which was quite scary. But I I hit the journal. I got deep, like deep, deep, deep guys. And I've had a lot of revelations and I feel a lot better. Um, and this is something like, obviously I've spoken about on my podcast and my um, blog so many times because journaling is a way of gaining information. It's a way of exploring what's in your head. You don't have to call it journaling. You can call it note-taking if you want. You can call it thought capture. You can call it a diary. You can call it talking to yourself. You can call it talking to a therapist on page. You can call it whatever you want. It doesn't matter. All it is is documenting your thoughts, documenting your feelings, documenting your life, which is invaluable information to understanding who you are, what you believe, what's going on inside of your head a lot of people are going around their life living their life completely naive to what they're putting out into the world so the energy that they're putting out those things that they're saying some people are saying some pretty awful stuff to other people and to themselves and they just think it's normal and yet they wonder why they can't sleep at night they wonder why they make bad choices they wonder why their life can't go forwards it's because you're living this narrative you're perpetuating this narrative over and over again inside of your head and in your actions without knowing it which is why I'll always say awareness is the biggest thing so if you can be aware of what you're saying 
you don't necessarily change it straight away, but you're aware like, damn, I just said that I'm a stupid idiot, that I'm a worthless piece of shit. If you say that to yourself on and on again, all the time, over and over, how's it going to make you feel? How's that going to affect your life? We need to be careful of what we're saying to ourselves and how it affects how we speak to others and how we operate in our lives and the energy we put out as well. So that's something that I want to work on. I really want to work on this idea of why I feel like I'm not good enough, why I still feel like I'm not good enough, even though I'm doing so much better in my life now, even though I'm in a happier place. Why do I still feel like I'm not good enough? Why do I still feel like I don't stack up? I want to work on my triggers. What are the words, the phrases, the situations that trigger me to feel so low, that trigger me to be angry, defensive, sad, shameful, all of these things. Um, Those emotions are valid and they're information. They're telling us that something's happening inside of us that we aren't comfortable with, basically. And I want to take those situations, analyse them and try and get to the root of it because I'm tired of hating myself and I don't think that we'll ever like fully love ourselves unconditionally without ever saying anything bad to ourselves because (laughs) I mean realistically we're all going to do it at some point but if I can get to the point where um, I'm not doing that so often not doing that so easily I can get to the point where I can stop myself from doing it when I do it and move on let it go um, to basically feel a greater sense of peace within myself that's what I want that's my massive life goal to feel more at peace with who I am where I am what I'm doing So number five, the last thing that I want to work on is my yoga, my meditation, my journaling and my spiritual and emotional self. So again, this ties into the second one. So I could kind of shorten this list to two things, but um, that ties into the second one. It's um, using my practices that I've got, yoga, meditation and journaling more routinely, more with more authenticity, not just doing it because I have to, doing it because I want to, doing it because it's a part of my normal routine, it's a part of how I feel good, it's part of self-care. Um, it's not just that, but it's also really important practices for attention, for memory, for um, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, for knowing who I am, what I'm doing. It's um, good for breaks, you know, to have that to be productive, you also have to take breaks. Let me tell you that again. To be productive, you also have to take breaks because your brain, your body, your energy levels can't be on max all the time. So you need to take breaks and yoga, meditation, journaling are my breaks as well. So there's so many health benefits in every avenue to do those things. And I want to do those things with more vigor, with more excitement and to work on doing them better, um, doing them without having to force it. So I'll go through the next ones a lot faster because they're things that I'm already doing. Um, These are things that I'm proud of, things that I'm sure that are really good for me, good things that I would continue to do and I could have a happy, healthy life. These are things that bring me peace, that bring me joy, that make me feel good about my decisions, that align with my values. Um, These are things that I would encourage you to do. Um, Obviously, the things that I said earlier, I would encourage you to do as well. Um, It's always important to work on um, these areas of your life um, in some capacity. Uh, I can't tell you to journal and yoga and meditate, but to work on how you feel and how you behave is definitely something I'll always suggest, obviously, because of the type of podcast that this is. So the first one that I'm proud of is choosing my health over anything else. So just like most people in this hustle culture that we live in, we kind of tend to choose um, our jobs or, you know, like I say, hustling or um, buying things or whatever over our health. We don't choose 
the healthy options a lot of the time. I'm not saying that's everyone, obviously, but a lot of us don't choose the healthy options. But one thing that I have done for a long time is to choose my health first, to make decisions from a place of, is this going to make me feel healthy? Which is really, really good. Um, I want to keep doing that. I want to keep choosing my health. I don't want to choose a job over my health. I don't want to choose a person over my health. I don't want to choose something, anything external over how I feel, that's always going to be more important. Um, I dropped out of uni because my health was not in a good place. I left jobs because my health was not in a good place. And a lot of people have looked down on me for those things. A lot of people didn't understand those decisions. Um, At the end of the day, those things were very nuanced and very confusing times for me. But the point was, I did not feel healthy. I did not feel happy. So to choose to walk away from those situations was always going to be a good decision. The second thing that I'm proud of and would like to continue doing is self-education. So, of course, I'm studying with the Open University. I'm over halfway now um, to my degree. I've got two more years left because obviously it's part time that I'm doing it. And I enjoyed the process because it's been something that I've actually wanted to do. I've been able to do it at my own pace. And um, I'm hoping that employers in the future will understand that um, doing part-time open university has been amazing as an experience in and of itself because you're teaching yourself. You're not just going to lectures, um, passively listening to information. Instead, you have to decide to open the book. If you don't open the book, you don't read the words, you don't study the words, then you're not going to know any of the information to pass the course. So Open University is very hands-on. It's very self-motivated. If you're not a self-motivated person, you will not succeed at Open University unless you're a natural genius. (laughs) So I'm very proud of myself for doing Open University. I'm very proud of how it's taught me to teach myself. Um, and I would like to continue to do that. I would like to continue to keep reading the way I am. Last year, I read the most books I've ever read. I want to keep reading. Um, it's not about the quantity, obviously, it's about the quality, but I want to keep reading, keep learning, keep teaching myself. I think it's a really good skill that I have, a good personality trait and a good habit that I have. And I would love to continue to do that. Number three is doing things even though they scare me. So as someone with anxiety, as somebody with a turbulent personality, as an introvert in an extroverted world, a lot of the things that are just everyday life, but also, you know, kind of big things do scare me. Lots of things scare me. Just having conversations with people scares me. Going to work sometimes scares me. Going to family gatherings scares me. My birthday being now means people are going to probably come over. That scares me. Um, Lots of things scare me that don't scare other people. But the thing is, I do them anyway. And that's what brave people do. That's what confident people do. That's how you build confidence, right? So I'm very proud of myself that even though it's... (sighs) it's crushing, it's excruciating to be so scared all the time. I wish that I could turn it off. I wish that there was an easy switch where I just weren't as scared as I am of everything. Um, But like I say, anxiety, it is what it is. You can only ever get better from that. You can only turn that dial, you know, slightly, slightly down by doing more and more things that scare you. And I'm very, very proud of myself for always doing things that scare me. Sometimes it beats me, of course, I'm not perfect, but I'm so proud of myself for the amount of times that I've done things that were so easy for me to walk away from because I was so scared, but I haven't. And (laughs) pat yourself on the back, Shana. I hope you continue to do that in your 26th year on this planet. Number four is being kind. I'm a kind person. I'm a compassionate person. I'm empathetic 
empathetic person and a lot of the times um people have said oh shana's so nice she's just such a nice girl and that's made me cringe it's made me angry it's like i'm not nice i'm i'm um this i'm that i'm smart i'm funny um i want to be something more interesting basically than nice but in this world you know what being nice is kind of rare like somebody who's genuinely just a kind person someone who's genuinely not out to hurt you somebody who wants to help you is is rare so (laughs) if I'm that kind of person I'm proud of myself for being that kind of person I'm proud of myself for choosing kindness and fairness and, and equality and reasoning and connection over hatred and being right and divide and looking at things purely from my perspective so I hope that I will continue to do that I hope that the world will never beat it out of me it's tried trust me it's tried (laughs) but I hope that I'll continue to be a nice person because sometimes this world like the antidote to the hate the antidote to the divide is just kindness to just look at somebody who feels low somebody who's angry somebody who's alone and say hey you know what I see you I'm going to be kind to you I'm going to respect you which should be a fundamental given for everybody but apparently it's not (laughs) so I'm proud of myself for that and I hope that I'll continue to do that I hope that um, my children would be like that because me and my partner are like that we're both really super lovely people so hopefully we'll pass it on to our children Um, I think it's such a key trait it's such a beautiful trait and it's a very very underrated trait Um, so I'm proud of myself for that and I hope that I always choose kindness in the future And the last one is being organised. So the last one's kind of boring, but I think um, being an organised person is definitely a trait that comes natural to me. But a lot of people can choose to be organised. Like Michelle B on YouTube said that she used to be a super messy, disorganised person. But now she literally has a channel dedicated to intentional living and organisation and cleanliness. So um, I think you can change if you decide to change. And obviously being organised is a part of being an adult I think that you will do adulthood better if you are organized because you'll know what needs to be done and when you know what's on your plate it takes the pressure off it you're less chaotic and disorganized and frantic and anxious when you can get things in order basically and of course you can't organize the whole world you can't organize your whole life because things will happen outside of your control um loads of things are outside of your control most things perhaps are outside of your control but if you can get your lists together get your ideas together organize your home keep it neat as much as possible then i promise you it will help give you mental clarity help you to feel less stressed um and literally like you know outer order is inner order so keep a good neat surroundings and you'll have a neater mind um and I'm proud of myself for being organized for having so many lists all the time for um having a calendar that actually has things on it for tidying up naturally I don't like a messy space it's not a perfect space but it's not a messy space and I would like to keep doing that I'd like to keep orderly keep organized to help because it does help my anxiety a lot so I'm proud of myself for that I'm really happy to still be here obviously I'm very grateful for the life that I have the health that I have the happiness that I have so much has changed um since last year which is funny because I actually listened to last year's podcast episode on my birthday and I was talking about how so much has changed then as well but so much has changed from now since then and um that just goes to show that no matter what lots can change in a year um lots will change whether you do it on purpose or not because that's life the one inevitable is change so I'm happy with the changes that have happened I'm so grateful that me and my family are all safe and happy 
I hope that you are as well. I hope that this podcast episode has inspired you to think about some areas of your life of things that you're proud of and things that you can work on and to shine compassion and um, love over both of those lists because like I say the things that I need to work on yes they're kind of things that brought me a lot of pain at times but they're things that can only improve if I come at it with kindness with love with um, patience because they're not easy things to change Um, and I'm still worthy I still love myself I'm still happy with myself even without those things being as great as I'd like them to be. And so I want to say that to you as well. If you've got a list of things that you want to work on, it doesn't make you any less than, it doesn't make you any less worthy. You're still beautiful, you're still valid, and I will validate you if you need it, but you don't need it because we don't need outside validation at all. Tell yourself that you're worthy every single day. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am worthy, and go about your morning because trust me, it's hard (laughs) some days to feel worthy when you're comparing yourself to other people, when you're afraid that you don't stack up, but you do. And even if you chose not to work on anything and you just lived your life, then that would be great because you're beautiful and you're worthy and every soul in this world is beautiful and worthy. But if you are unhappy, if there's something wrong, if you're living in a depressed state or something like that, then I would urge you to one seek help if you need it but also to look within and see what you could work on to have a healthier and happy life basically (laughs) so happy 26th birthday to me it's going to be a weird year because 26 sounds weird but hey I'm here for it I think a lot of things a lot of good things are on the way so I'll speak to you next week guys and I hope that you all take care bye